As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And now, Michigan Reimagined with Chris Buck. So the Gillespie Group has been breathing new life throughout Michigan with unique and inspired redevelopment projects over the years. Here to discuss a few new concepts and some recent grand opening announcements is the president of the Gillespie Group, Pat Gillespie. Welcome to the show, Pat. Thanks for letting me be here, Chris. Absolutely. So let's start a little bit with those unfamiliar. Talk about the Gillespie Group. You know, what's your mission and what do you specialize in? Uh, Gillespie Group's been around 25 years. We're a team of 90 people uh, based in Lansing, Michigan, and we love to make um, downtowns uh, better. We like to right now we're really focusing on downtown Lansing, creating a district. uh, But we've been in Midland. We've been in Jackson. We've been in Muskegon, Allendale, um, other areas. But right now we're really focused on Lansing and everything in the state of Michigan. All right. And downtowns, which is which is great because things have ebbed and, ebbed and flowed, not just here in Michigan, but all around the country, right? The suburbs and then people are returning back to the city. Is that a We used phenomenon? to, uh, our first uh, 15 years in business, we were suburban sprawl. We were farm fields on the outskirts of town. Our last, our last 10 years have really been focused on everything, you know, brownfield, redevelopments, existing buildings turned, turned back into life or sites that were contaminated, cleaned up and turned into something that's um, full of density and right. people and tax base. Great. And that's fun too. I mean, that's an energy, right? It's a lot more rewarding. It's a lot more difficult because <laughs> it takes a level of expertise that we're, we, you know, there is no, no site the same. There's a different type of petroleum product or a different type of contamination or a different type of abatement or in, uh, incentive you need to look for in order to help uh, get them done. So it's more challenging, but at the end, it is a lot more rewarding to see uh, something turned around uh, in a downtown Right. And I'll, I'll never forget hearing uh, our former mayor, Verge Bernero, talking about, you know, the city of Lansing needs to be the hub of the wheel, not the hole in the donut. Right. And I think you think about, I hate to use the phrase, but the Rust Belt, you know, Midwest cities where the city was failing, but you had some pretty robust suburbs. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think Lansing was that way for a little while and turning the turn, you know, and that from what I hear, the residential development in particular is, is, is booming downtown that people really do want to get downtown to live. Yeah, especially downtown Lansing uh, 10 years ago, there were not a lot of folks looking to build or develop or to even live in, in the area. Now every unit uh, that we have downtown is full. 
a waiting list for probably 60 to 90 days to get in. Uh, there's other new developments that are coming, which is fantastic. Yep. And I think some of the other ones that we haven't done are, are doing quite well as, as well. So uh, things are looking up. I think there's room for quite a bit more. Right on. Well, good. Well, let, let's hope and we'll do all we can to, to help you get to the finish line on that. So, um, you know, you talk about districts. I mean, can you talk a little bit about the stadium district and not just the building, but everything that you've kind of done? You're talking about creating. Yeah. So uh, downtown Lansing has a baseball stadium. And about um, 15 years ago, we came up with an idea after touring uh, arena district and warehouse district and gaslight district and all these other states that we were looking at. We said, boy, it'd be, it'd be cool if Lansing had an identifiable area um, and let's play off the stadium. So we, we tagged the name. Um, and came up with the district. We created a building called the Stadium District, which kind of kicked it off. But since then, uh, we've done about six or seven other buildings in the area. Other businesses have taken on uh, the connotation of, hey, uh, we're American Fifth in the Stadium District. Uh, right. So people now understand kind of where the uh, the lines are of the Stadium District. When you come in, you you know you've, well, you've entered somewhere different. Yep. Um, it's kind of had, has a cool entertainment type of cachet where you've got breweries and distilleries and restaurants and housing and a grocery store and hotel. So it's got a lot of good energy to it. Um, so it really seems to be drawing people down. We have some other folks looking to come down to the area because of its energy. Yep. And because I think the, the district name or the branding of it, I think has helped people understand that it's something different than just um, downtown. Right on. Well, there were two uh, announcements, I guess, or, or posts on social media and LSJ and our Lansing State Journal uh, it seems like coffee's on the menu. Yes. Uh, so I know the the Clara's building has been you know, you know um, hotly discussed. It's an empty kind of iconic building, and you made a recent announcement of a tenant that's going to go in at least for part of that. Can you share with us that story? Yes. Yeah, so Clara's is a 113 year old train station. Um, it's been around a long time. It used to be passenger rail, and then it was just um, you know logistics with with materials and stuff. So it's seen a lot of energy. It was a restaurant at one point. Uh, they went out of business and. We looked around trying to figure out a way to bring it to life. We want it, we're going to bring it back to life, but we wanted to have a business in there that the people could, the community could come at morning, at night, and see the building. A lot of times you redo a train station and it's an office building that not many people can go into. Right. So we reached out to Starbucks. Um, Starbucks is a big name. Mm -hmm. They're uh, out of all the capital cities. There's only seven capital cities in the United States that don't have a Starbucks within a mile of their capital. Anchorage, hmm. Alaska is one of them. Lansing, Michigan is one of them. Um, a real Starbucks, not a kiosk in, in the front desk of a hotel. Right. Um, and so those are usually proudly serving Starbucks. So it's not really a brand. No. It's, it's, they're selling the product. Correct. You, just, party you have a license just to sell it. Exactly. And um, so this is a real Starbucks, and they're going to do a community store there. Their architects came in out of Chicago and looked at the, the history of the building and what the bones of the building and said, we're going to do something really cool here. Uh, this is not our normal off the interchange uh, strip mall type of Starbucks. This is going to be celebrated. We're going to celebrate Lansing, uh, some of the history there. So I've seen some sneak peeks of what they're looking at. Uh, if it comes to fruition, the way they show it, it's going to be pretty dynamic. So I'm excited for half that building to be um, viewed by the people at almost any time they want to. Right. The other half of the building, we don't have a, uh, a user yet, but we're talking to three or four really interesting uh, groups, all of which I would love to have there because they would have similar open hours that would allow people to experience the building and to, and to understand the history of the building once they go through it. So uh, it should be open within a year and hopefully both tenants open within a year. That's wonderful. I mean, just breathing new energy into that. And then Starbucks, you know, I, I'm a big fan. You know, I lived in Seattle for a long time as they were really taking over the world. But 
you know, in my opinion, you know, you, you, you know, there's a place for the locally owned coffee shops. There's, you know, obviously a big local, you know, uh, brand that that's, you know, based out of, out of uh, Lansing and then they've got their locations all over downtown. But I think Starbucks is a, a an absence, a notable absence. Uh, and with all the residential that's coming in, honestly, it just doesn't seem like you can have too many coffee shops within walking distance of a thousand, thousands and thousands yep. of people that you've really put down into that district. Well, we're into local businesses. I mean, yeah. we're, we're local, we're support them. Um, but when Lansing, when you say, how's the stadium district going to grow? How's Lansing going to be perceived? In the last year, we've brought um, a Marriott. We've brought a Meyer and a Starbucks. Those are three pretty big names. They're not local. Yep. Um, but they are names where people start looking. Where not, the corporate headquarters we're talking to now are saying, okay, maybe we should take notice. You're bringing in national names. They see something. They see the mojo going on in Lansing. What's wrong with us not being there? So right. that it really adds some credibility to the district having those three big names in the last 12 months. That's actually a fantastic perspective that I don't think a lot of people pause and think about. So good for you for getting that done. And to show that, you know, there is that local vibe too. I was impressed and surprised kind of to see that that building out in the Lansing Brewing Company's parking lot repainted and at a coffee shop, right? Is is open or opening very soon. What's the story behind that? And I mean, I'm assuming you were a part of that? Yes, uh, we own the building and we're leasing it. There's this um, couple, um, that are in a partnership and the, they're out of Detroit area. They want, they saw an opportunity in Lansing. They saw the growth in the stadium district and they said, we want to be a part of it. It's their first business. Um, very energetic. They got a great business plan idea. Um, fresh, fresh brewed coffee, specialty coffees, uh, which sounds like cliche Doesn't everyone do that? <laughs> but they really are um, passionate about what they do. They're going to bring in um, fresh baked goods every day from a really dynamic bakery out of Royal Oak. Okay. Um, fresh pressed juices, um, sandwiches. You're going to see some some unique stuff, and I think on that traffic pattern, people coming once they do come back to work in, in Lansing. Right. Yep, it's going to be a quick grab and go, which is really popular now. Yeah, uh, they will have some seats inside, but um, kind of a good location, highly visible outside the stadium. So I think they'll do very well um, and complement Starbucks because Starbucks doesn't doesn't do the juices and doesn't do the right fresh baked stuff, and um, I, I think it's just be more. And, and geographically, they're separated yes. by a, a decent amount. So again, you're going to draw the crowd that wants either that brand or that convenience, right? So that's fantastic. So does that building have a drive up or you got to park and go in and grab your you stuff and go? You have to park. It's, yeah. in, it's basically in the parking lot of Lansing Brewing Company, right? Uh, which we're not open in the morning. And right. their main hours are going to be from you know six in the morning until one in the afternoon. We usually take off about one in the afternoon at right. the brewing company. So it works out really good. Right. We don't need more parking. No. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Okay. And then obviously kind of the crown jewel I really want to get to is, is you, you've put out a lot of kind of feelers and almost teasers um, about the Sears site, right? On the south side of Frandor, for those who don't know, you've got a Sears location that it went dark. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk a little bit about the temporary user that you've had in there. I mean, most people in, in the Lansing region know exactly what that is, but then kind of what does the future hold and how are you kind of couching this opportunity? So the building's built in 1954, 200,000 square foot Sears building with a thousand parking spaces on the highway on Michigan Avenue across from Michigan State's campus. Very dynamic location, a very vanilla, boring looking building. Yep. Uh, it's tired. Um, we talked to Sparrow early, Sparrow Hospital early in the pandemic. And we talked to when China was building all these thousand bed hospitals right. for COVID. We called and said, we actually called both hospitals, the state of Michigan said, Hey, if you need a hospital, a thousand bed hospital, we got one. We got, we got 200,000 square foot, you know, it's geographically perfectly located. And they said, all right, we'll keep that in mind. 
So as COVID went on and they figured out that they needed um, testing and they needed vaccines, um, Sparrow got creative and said, boy, we love the drive-through lanes. Right. People don't got to get out of their cars. There's no you know, interaction. Just put your arm out or your nose out and, and get <laughs> tested or, or get the shot. And it's worked out really well. I can't remember how many people they've tested to date. It's in the hundreds of thousands. Right. Yeah, no question. I mean, my office is right across the street and driving in at 6 or 7 a.m. and then driving out at 5 p.m. or whatever. I mean, for stretch, different stretches of time, there was a line all the way around. You can probably 500 cars in, in the queue. Just um, driving by, you know when it's peaking. Right, yeah, exactly. Right, right. I don't need to watch the news. I yes. just drive by and see how busy that is. Um, and hopefully, knock on wood, that's wrapping up or the volume of, of you know people that need to go through the, the, the services there is, is hopefully wrapping up, which gives you, and you've, I guess I'll probably always had the ability to move forward with a development project there. But uh, if I remember correctly, it was months ago, you kind of sent out a note saying, what would the world like to see, you mm-hmm. know, at this, which is amazing fuel, but what, you know, what would you guys as community residents on, you know, so Facebook or any of the social media platforms like to see this year's turn into? And I sat there and rolled through the hundreds and hundreds of ideas and, and clearly a lot are wacky and a lot are, 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 you know, heartfelt. So what's, where are you at in that process or what are you hearing? I mean, I know you don't have a defined plan probably at this point, but can you tease us with a little bit of ideas as to where this might go? Yeah. After getting all that feedback, which was incredible, like you said, yeah. there was a lot of good information and a lot of people sharing what they want to see, what direct we get, we definitely knew what direction people wanted to go in, even if it wasn't the perfect direction we know. Right. So seeing that, um, uh, we've, there's been so much student housing built in so many hotels and, um, other apartments built, we're looking at, you know, what, what will complement that? Right. Is it entertainment? Is it restaurants? Is it shopping? Yes. Um, we reached out to a company called Street Sense out of Washington, D.C., which is a, a nationally known uh, architect, design firm, consulting firm. They do a study of what you, de- you need, you don't need, what Lansing needs. Um, and they're spot on. A lot of those folks that had the comments were, were pretty spot on. Um, we need shopping. We need higher end shopping. We need, you know, do we need eight restaurants or 10? Uh, do we need rooftops? Yes. Do we need, you know, different entertainment venues in those restaurants? Um, do we need a, uh, you know, everyone says these different grocery stores we need. So right. uh, do we need workout? Do we need more fitness? We're getting all kinds of um, opportunities. Uh, the calls are coming in pretty good right now. And we do have a plan that we're okay. working on with Street Sense. It's more advanced than than we've probably let on right now. It's um, getting into later stages. But I would guess if um, if everything comes out the way it should, it's a 14-acre site on that corner of Maine and Maine that at some point will be the place to go. You no longer need to drive to um, Novi, Ann Arbor, Somerset, Grand Rapids to have the meal or to have an experience right. or to um, go to a mini concert um, and, and, you know, in these establishments. That's what our goal would be is that that's kind of the hub where you can park your car. There's going to be plenty of parking. You're not going in a deck. We, yep. we, we heard a lot of people said, we do not want decks. Huh. Okay. Um, but they want an experience. They want a, They want open area that's, that lets people socialize and have those experiences and flow from bu- building to building. Right. Um, we may reuse part of the building. We may have new buildings um, adjacent to it or above it. So we're looking at three or four options right now. We've got them narrowed down. It started with a lot more than that. But it's really getting exciting because some of the tenants that we've reached out to um, are names that Lansing has never seen. 
That's fantastic. And, you know, honestly, uh, you may not know the story and it's not about me, but I think, you know, me doing this show is my penance for being a complainer when I arrived here in 2008. And granted, you know, things are a lot different now than they were back in 2008. And that was on the precipice of the abyss that was. Um, and I came from Seattle and I'm from Philadelphia. So the whole metaphor you just use is like, where do I park and spend the day? Mm-hmm. You know, and especially if you've got a family. You know, I, I daydream about, you know, being back at a place where you can literally park the car and let kids safely kind of scatter. It's like you guys go hit the coffee shop, you go see the comic book store or go to this event. Mom and I are going to go out to have a meal. We'll meet back here at two. And, we'll you know, that's, in my opinion, back in the day, what this town is missing. Now, we've got a lot more of that than we did when I arrived. But I think that that hub right there, just east of 127 on Michigan Avenue, north and south, I mean, that area, the, the, the general Frandor area is the epicenter, uh, you know, city of Lansing, city of East Lansing and the city that is Michigan state university where it all meets. And I think that that's a prime location for you to do something really special and all evidence, you know, lends to the fact that you're going to do something special. That's our plan. We hope to be able to implement it. So, but you're, you're spot on. So how can, um, how can the residents and, you know, engage with you or watch things unfold? I mean, is social media a place to go websites or, or how do people kind of follow your, your, your actions? So if they look us up, uh, Gillespie group.com is our website, but we are on Twitter. We're on Facebook, uh, Instagram, please share any thoughts, any ideas, any, um, uh, you know, Hey, I wish we had this. We love hearing that because that's great feedback. Um, so we can reach out to uh, tenants and say, this is what the community wants. It really makes a difference. No, that's wonderful. And you're very robust at it. So whoever's managing your social media is doing a great job. We've been talking with the president of the Gillespie Group, Pat Gillespie, about the what's coming at, down at the Sears location down south of Frandor. Congratulations on all your successes in the past. We look forward to the future. Thank you, Chris. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.